Welcome to Weekly Update with State Representative Martin Causer of the 67th Legislative District in McKean, Potter, and Cameron Counties. Representative Causer, welcome to another report to your constituents. And we'd like to lead off this week by talking about the state budget passed on time this year. Representative Causer, tell us what happened here. How did this happen on time? And, and, and what are some of the things that we're looking forward to as we move into the next year? Well, the state legislature has adopted a final budget for the 21-22 uh, fiscal year for the state, and not only is it on time, but it's it's actually a few days early from the deadline. The budget is, is a, a fiscally responsible plan that's respectful of the taxpayers that foot the bill and also uh, future taxpayers. It, it funds the core functions of government, things that uh, government really should be funding, like public education and uh, public safety. As part of the budget plan, we uh, were able to curb spending. We had folks in Harrisburg that wanted to spend every dollar coming in from uh, both state taxpayers and also from federal stimulus funds, but we were able to restrain that to a year-over-year -year growth rate of just 2.6%. Uh, we placed $2.52 billion into the uh, state's rainy day fund so that it can be used for future budgets or for uh, other needs that may, may arise. You know, we're just now working to come out of the pandemic, and we know that there's a long road to recovery, and there's also potential threats down the road. So the responsible thing to do is to fund our state government, fund programs that are working, but also uh, set aside funding uh, to meet future needs. So this is a responsible budget. As I said, it increases funding for public education with an additional $300 million for basic education funding, $30 million more for early childhood education, $50 million more for uh, special education, and also uh, $350 million in federal relief funds designated to uh, help students impacted by learning loss through the pandemic. In addition, federal money is appropriated for road and bridge projects. That was $279 million. An additional appropriation for nursing, uh, assisted living, and personal care homes that uh, really were challenged during the pandemic. We appropriated $282 million for those facilities and $44 million for career and technical education, along with $5 million for the Emergency Medical Services Operating Fund that supports our EMS services across the state. So all in all, a reasonable, responsible proposal that has now been uh, sent to the governor's desk. The next thing we'd like to talk about, Representative, is what the governor did to stomp down on the efforts that we were making to try to restore some confidence in our election system. Legislation that we worked on for months was passed and recently vetoed by the governor. What do you have to say here? Well, the General Assembly uh, sent legislation, House Bill 1300, to the governor's desk. It was called the Voting Rights Protection Act. And really what it was is a comprehensive measure to restore uh, election integrity and had a number of provisions in it, one of the biggest being requiring voter identification. And that's something that I think is absolutely imperative when we start talking about election integrity. We have to show ID for nearly everything that we do, except for voting. The current law only requires you to show ID for the first time you vote at a polling place. After that, you don't have to show ID again. 
this legislation would have required voter ID for every voter, and as I said, uh, go a long way toward election integrity. Unfortunately, uh, this legislation was recently vetoed by the governor. The governor is making up excuses. He says that we're trying to put up roadblocks for people to vote, which is just not true. And it's very unfortunate that the governor has done this. And I strongly believe that now we need to move forward with a constitutional amendment that will bypass the executive branch and allow the voters to decide on the issue of voter ID, because I think that it's imperative and uh, uh, the constitutional amendment route may be the only route that we can get it done. Representative Causer, thank you for this informative report to your constituents and tune in again for Weekly Update with State Representative Martin Causer.